you know what, boys and girls, welcome back. And John and I are here right now after having a phenomenal podcast with Chance. And we're just here going, we, we had the intention of, of recording a few episodes today and we had to reschedule one. And so we had, we were going to do two for the, for stories. And then we were going to put one in for ourselves. And honestly, we're at this position right now where we're like, what do we talk about? Yeah. That's really like there's so much right to talk about, but like, it's just hard to kind of get it in order. Sometimes it's hard to get in order, and so we're just we're just going off the cuff, and yeah. we're gonna see where this goes. Because actually, I want to get this on a podcast. Like, I want to. I'm. This is a I podcast. Wanna, this is a podcast. This is a podcast. But <laughs> I want to get this out early because I would love to get people. Because yeah, like eleven to twelve minutes, people watch, and then all of a sudden it dwindles off because we all have uh, ADD. ADD. And uh, and so I want to ask this question early. Would you rather have us be more motivation, inspiration, just connecting with average everyday people when it comes to their stories? And that's the only ball we play. Or personally, I'm, I, I'm a very opinionated person. I no respect way. other people's opinions. And, I, and just because we have a different opinion doesn't mean we can't be friends. But I would love to know, would you guys be okay and would you guys like to hear very frictional conversations of going into different things like, say, nutrition gurus on social media and going into keto and, and how it can be done negatively and, and, and how different nutrition plans can be done well and how people can turn them into awful things. Right. And going into just more triggering. Whoa. What was that? Whoa. Nothing. What, what? Go ahead. No, no. Oh, yeah, go, I, ahead. go ahead. It was just, 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 just more the, the hard conversation. I love hard conversations. I really do. I enjoy the challenge to be able to say something that's very controversial right. and doing my best to convey it in a message. That, no one, it's like, I'm not trying to disrespect you but I'm just trying to tell you from my perspective on what's going on. Right. But like going about that. So I'd love to, honestly, guys, from hearing that comment below or send John or I a message, I would just love to know, would you like those conversations? Would you like to keep it more inspirational, motivational kind of stuff? Um, That's where we'll just kind of go from there. Cause I don't want to dive in deep into, into a very triggering conversation. If if the average population just doesn't want to hear it. Okay, cool. Um, So yeah, so that's number one, John. Number two, I think that we should do uh, this episode on the biggest lies that we were ever told during weight loss or prior, prior to weight loss. The biggest lies. On, okay. I respect that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like so, before we were talking about on Chance's, on Chance's episode, the like how um, like the, the um, I don't know how you would actually say this. Um, the amount of times you're supposed to eat a day like oh yeah changed, you know what i mean so like bro i got a great one yeah go ahead here you go this one so i was writing my book and you, guys i'm the science guy i like to know how the alternator works in my car right. john is not so much in that realm no uh, i just want it to work i just, just want to work <laughs> which is which is fine i tell you what one of the biggest one of the most fascinating ones to me when it came to a lie we're all told now it's 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 interesting because I want to premise it. It doesn't mean it's not true. It's just, right. it's not as true as what it's being portrayed in the general population. Meaning this one blew my mind. 
we're all taught from, from personal trainers through fitness experts that it's muscle mass, gain more muscle mass and you burn more calories, right? Which is true. It is true. And what, what do you, I, I don't know if about you, but when I was told and I, I started getting dove into this, this position, you get a lot of personal trainers, you get these people that say for every one pound of lean muscle mass, you gain, you burn an extra 50 calories a day. Did you hear that? Was that I've what never it was heard for you? that. You no, heard but, that? But, but, but one of the ones that I always heard was like for every one to three pounds you lose is like 30 pounds of pressure off your knees. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear that one? I heard that one too. I, I, I don't know. I've I don't know actually, how true it is. I don't know that one to be honest. Yeah. But I mean, it definitely, I mean, listen, there is definitely pressure that comes off your knees with weight loss. I just don't know if you can accurately give an amount. Yeah. Maybe you can. I don't know. Again, I'm not the science guy. I'm just the guy who talks. <laughs> but it's, it's so fascinating because I go into the science of that in my book because I was telling people that too, based upon yeah. what someone else told me. And then when I'm writing this book, I'm like, I want to do this thing by the, I want to do this right. I want to, what is this? What is the, I want to do this book by the book. All right. I want to do this. I was actually about to say that. <laughs> and I want to know what the clinical studies say. I want to know what actual science is stating right. and come to find out. It's not like, cause then you think about it. It's like, okay, if you gain 10 pounds of muscle mass, yeah. you burn an extra 500 calories a day. That's fucking massive. Like that's, that's huge. And you come to find out, it's like when you actually look at it, it's like five to seven calories um, per day of extra one pound of muscle mass you gain. Now, it is a boost, but it's not nearly as significant as what a lot of personal trainers and what people will tell you. It's like, now, it doesn't doesn't give away the fact of like, hey, focusing on building muscle mass because you do... It helps boost your metabolism. It, it helps you boon, like it helps you burn calories because you're working out. All that stuff is true, but I'm like a fact. Like, tell me the truth. And the reality yeah. is, you burn somewhere between five and ten calories um, per one pound of lean muscle mass, not fifty. And so it just, it just, it, I just, want, I just want truth. I just, no, I yeah, just no. want to know reality. And so that That's was a actually a fascinating one to me that I, yeah. I was taught, I was, I was telling people that at the beginning of my journey. Like, yeah. oh, you guys just work on your build muscle mass because blah, 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 blah. And it's like, mm, it's not necessarily true. Um, so, yeah, that, that was an interesting one for me. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I remember back in the day, people used to tell me you had to do your cardio first mm-hmm. before lifting. That one used to annoy the shit out of me. Like, if you didn't do your, your – if you didn't warm your body up and you didn't warm up everything, you weren't going to get as many gains as you should get. And then mm-hmm. there would be the reverse side of the coin that would say, oh, well, if you did your cardio first before you lift, then you're going to have no energy to lift. And, Yo, it's whatever the fuck fits into your fucking schedule, man. Like, 100%. I don't know. I've done both sides. So, like, now now I'm I'm in this premise of I lift first. Like, since quarantine hit, I've been doing that 5K a day. So, um, I've been walking my ass off, literally. Uh, and now when I do train, when I train in Steve's backyard, I lift first. And then I go, I drive home, and then I, and then I do my fucking walk. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I would agree. Yeah. And my, my thing there is, like, when you get into these, these nitty-gritties, like, does it matter for, is there like maybe like a 5% change if you do this first before right. this? And yeah. is there, is there a subtle difference? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure there is. Like if you, if you dive heavy deep into cardio before weight training, weight training before cardio depletion of the muscles and you get into this super scientific, if you're trying to compete and win the, the Arnold, then yeah. yeah, this stuff matters. But for the general population that I just want to look a little better naked. Yeah. It, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I kind of feel that way, and I'm probably get heat for this probably, but I kind of feel that way like with uh, like taking supplements. Like um, I take so I, I I taken supplements in the past. Right now, I'm not I'm not defined supplement. Just just so, just uh, so you what know, do you mean by supplement? Uh, fat burner, test booster, uh, okay. BCAA's, uh, okay. shit like that. Okay. Um, so like I've run. I've run subs in the past right now because there's no gym. I feel like it's pointless to be on, you know, anything mm-hmm. because, you know, we're just, I'm not, I'm not where I was. Am I getting the work done? Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm working my ass off every chance that I get to go lift. And, you know, obviously I'm doing my 5k a day, but um, for example, when I started my weight loss journey, I think I did what a lot of people do when they decide that they're about to, you know, embark on this journey. And I went to my local supplement shop. And, uh, you know, I walked in and now the person who owns that supplement shop is a lifelong friend of mine now, uh, you know, very close me and Darren, he owns uh neutral wolf in Farmingdale. So shout out to him. He's helped me every step of my journey. He's very close to Steve. So, you know, when I started, that was the first place I went. And, um, the good thing about knowing the person who runs the shop is that he wasn't trying to push a whole bunch of pointless bullshit on me. Bro, the same I, thing with Cody, who we had in the yeah, show. So yeah, he's, exactly. He's the, he's the same thing. He's yeah, like, which I love about him. Like, he creates seriously. a nutrition plan first. Yeah, dude. So, like, and I think that's a big problem for people when they first start this. They walk into a nutrition shop and they're just like, all right, this is my goals. I have no idea what I'm doing. Can you help me? And nine times out of ten, you're going to have some fucking college kid, high school kid sitting behind the desk who just wants to make a sale. And, you know, that's great for him, but it's not really too great for the people Why, that G- are really... You just filed for bankruptcy. Right. And it's not too good for the guys like you and I who are actually trying to create change. So, like, one of those things for me has always been BCAAs. And I have this argument with Steve a lot, you know, for the past, like, five years. When I started my journey, I did. I got a tub of BCAAs and I was drinking that stuff all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And for me, personally, I didn't see a change whether I drank my BCAAs or if I didn't. Like, it wasn't really doing anything for me. Like, and you know, everyone's like, oh, well, you need it for recovery. I mean, I drink my water. I think no. that the BCAAs is going to do the exact same thing almost as the water. Um, even to this day, Do you want man, the science side of that? Please. I mean, I don't, I personally, Eight. even to this day, people are going to get mad. I don't drink BCAAs, man. I so, think they're stupid. BCA, what is BCAAs? Branch chain amino acids. It's the breakdown of protein. Okay. So that's all it is. Now, if you're, it, the, this, where the science is at this point is if you are at a, just a basic nutrition plan and you're not in a heavy deficit and you're getting your protein in that you want to get in at the calorie count you want to, BCAAs are irrelevant. Right. The only place to have a good, foundation to is since they're so low calorically if you're doing like a bodybuilding show for example right. where That's every why calorie like matters yeah. right and like you need to get your you need to get every protein in you while keeping your calories down for body fat then yes it's effective like right. for if you're really calorie restrictive and you're trying to control your calories but you're getting your protein you want to get the protein up drinking bcaa's is something that will help that um, it's also a, a strategy if you're trying to drink more water and you hate the taste of water and you want to make fine. it taste better. Cool. That's great. But when it comes down to the actual science, if you're getting your protein numbers in at the calorie count you want, BCAs is irrelevant. Yeah. 
Uh, it just comes into play when you're at a really restrictive calorie diet and your protein's down. It would be effective. right. And I also feel like there, it's pointless if you're uh, if you're somebody who's listening to this podcast and you're say you know you're 450 pounds, oh, you're yeah. 400 pounds, you're 350 pounds. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't make a difference, man. No. Like unless you're about to prep and you're about to step on stage, I don't think that that a supplement like a BCAA is really beneficial for you. It's no. just going to take money out of your pocket. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's like fat burners. Like I go into fat burners quite a bit where it's like, at the end of the day, what is the, the primary mover and shaker of a fat burner is, is caffeine. That's well, what yeah. does it. It's you get into, does L-carnitine and a couple things kind of affect things? Yeah, it, I'm sure it does. But the mover and shaker in any real fat burner is, is, uh, is caffeine. Yeah, and, the thermogenics. Yeah, and, and what caffeine does is, it, yeah, it increases the metabolism of the body and you burn more calories. But when you take these fat burners that are 1,000 milligrams of caffeine, 1,500, yeah. your fucking heart's going to blow off. Yeah, man. And, like, that shit is not good for you. Um, and so, and then, but, but again, it's like I went, like when we were talking on the last call, I break down nutrition, like weight loss and health is 70% nutrition, 20 to 25% working out, and then five to ten percent supplements, because they do have, they do have their place depending on what you have going on. But I don't care what kind of fat burner you're on. I don't care yeah. how much BCAAs you're on. I don't care any of that kind of stuff. If your nutrition's off, you ain't losing weight. No, yeah, yeah. Period. You're not doing dick. Yeah, you're not doing anything. Yeah. And so, but I, you can't deny that there's some influence. There's some science there. But again, it's five percent, maybe. Right. Um, but like, but again, if you're like a bodybuilder, like you're like Steve and like everything matters, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. then yeah, like, percent. like you need any advantage you can take because it's, right. it's the, it's so minutely different right. than yes. But yeah. if you're on here listening, you're at 400 pounds, 500 pounds, 600 pounds, fat burners don't mean shit. Yeah. O'Carantine don't mean shit. Fat burners um, are gonna make it this way, dude. Yeah. Like none of that stuff matters. Burner, you just yeah. need to learn how to choose a healthier lifestyle to eat in a calorie position and nutritional position that actually is effective caloric deficit baby yep that's all i want to know yeah caloric deficit but i tell you what i, I do like to talk about that more in detail because i thought at one point it, it's all caloric deficit and that's just not true either because no. you get like 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 a um uh, Chance said in the last call, like his his wife deals with PCOS and and different things and there are different syndromes that will deal with things like if you're type two diabetic, for example, if you're type two diabetic and your sugar levels are through the roof and you're like, what is this? This is the, the issue I have with um, my, my medical background. And so I'm not a doctor. So what I'm going to say is you got to take it with a grain of salt, but I'm be honest here. And type two diabetes. A, a warning. Yeah, right no, now, a warning, right not now. a doctor. Um, type two, this is my thing with type two diabetes is the fact that you're giving these people insulin, which I understand you need to do because their sugar levels are through the roof in their bloodstream and you need to get that down. I understand that. But insulin is also catabolic, which means it forces fat retention right. and you get, you, you gain weight from it. Right. And so <laughs> they're dealing with weight issues and so now you have to give them insulin, which makes it even harder, harder for them to lose weight. Right. And so you're put in this position where you're, it's, I mean, it's like you with, with taking steroids. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And so it's just like I, asthma. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's putting a bandaid on, on the real problem. Right. It's on a gunshot wound. Yep. And, and actually I'll, I'll go into this cause this is what we were talking about before we got on the call is right now. I think the healthcare industry and health in general 
is in this perfect storm of, the, of this triad issue. Right now, you have doctors that are just not educated in nutrition. They're just not. And like, and it's not their fault. The medical industry is just, the medical, medical schools don't teach nutrition. They just don't. You go to a nutritionist. You go to the other places. But medical doctors, are, they're, they're taught from a, from a end result. They're not taught from a pre-issue. like issue. They're taught how to how to stop how to how to fix a heart attack. They're not taught to to deal Prevent with it, yeah. preventing it. Right. Um, and the only prevention s- systems they have is the other issue, which is the pharmaceutical industry. And the pharmaceutical industry, I'm I'm sorry, is a shysty, yeah. manipulative, awful thing. Now and I think we can all attest to that. I really and it's like now, do some of these these new, these pharmaceutical drugs work and are they effective? Yes, they are. But they're being so manipulated by their data. They're being so manipulated by their studies and how they, like, for example, my dad, um, we talk about this all the time. And uh, when he was in medical school, um, he had one of his professors. He said, statistics, it's like a fine French bikini. What it shows you, oh, so sexy. But what it hides is essential. And so you get like, yeah. Yeah, you can you can make data look kind of stuff, but then it still manipulates the crap out of stuff. And so, so you got a pharmaceutical industry that's not necessarily 100% in your favor because they manipulate data to sell their product. Right. And then this is the last part that isn't talked about much. And it's the individual's personal accountability for the decisions and actions they make in their life. That's an Meaning, incredible word. It's the, the personal accountability. It's like, yeah. I, I look at it from my dad's perspective. My like. My dad was an interventional cardiologist for 35 years. He focused on heart attacks. So what, what, what was the general thing he dealt with the heart attacks? Obese people, smokers, like that's, just, that's what you dealt with. Right. And so you, you're in this position and you see from my dad's lens, which is, all right, this guy's 410 pounds. He's a smoker. I tell him he needs to lose weight. I tell him he needs to do this. He doesn't do it. Right. So I might as well give him a statin because at least maybe it'll help. But it's like, if the individual won't take accountability for the decisions he's taking in his life, there's nothing else that matters. Right. And so that, that's, the, that's why I think right now in the healthcare system and the health, where health is right now is this perfect storm of lack of self-accountability, a overly manipulated pharmaceutical industry, and doctors that are just not trained in nutrition. They're just yeah. not. I, um, and I think that's the perfect storm of what's created a lot of the havoc of obesity rates, of heart disease rates of all of it. I think that's, that's where I think it's at. Well, also, I mean, you can't take away from the fact that the pharmaceutical companies are the ones funding the, the medical schools that are you 100%. Know, passing all the, you know, uh, you know, giving all these packs to the government. So certain drugs pass, like whatever the case may be. I mean, it's fucking, it's just one big fucking revolving door. It, yeah. It's, it's a big revolving door. And the biggest thing to me is people love to blame doctors. Yeah. People love to blame pharmaceutical industries. Right. But they have a very hard time blaming themselves yes. and being like, yeah, eating chocolate cake every day for three years is why I'm a type two diabetic. Right. And like that, that's, that's the piece of the puzzle that isn't. There's zero personal accountability. Yeah. I mean, at least in this country from, you know, yeah. living here my whole life and whatever. Yeah. It's like I, they blame their PCOS. They blame their whatever. They blame their, they blame. And now we're not, and listen, before we continue we're not yeah. taking away from the fact that these are real problems these are real, real problems side effects but 
you know, there's a Band-Aid for every wound and everyone looks for that Band-Aid, whether it's, you know, the person who has something wrong with them. Like, for me, I'm going to use myself an example right the fuck now and get it out of the way. My whole entire life, I told myself I couldn't lose weight. I couldn't do anything. Why? Because I had terrible asthma. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. And I was on a laundry list of medications that were preventing me from doing things. As a child, I was kept out of doing gym class. I had to write book reports. And that is what society told me that I had to do. Boom. Done. I had zero personal accountability that I could actually improve my life, that I would not need said drugs, that I actually could participate and be a normal child. But... I used what I had as an excuse, and mm-hmm. that is personal accountability. That is it. Yes, there, is, there are things wrong with people. There are a million percent is, and, you know, and if there is something wrong with them, all the power to them, I hope that they overcome whatever it is, whatever obstacle is in front of them. But sometimes at the end of the day, you need to fucking take your balls and stop being a bitch and know that yeah. you can overcome whatever. It's, and it's just, it's, it's fault versus responsibility. Right. Exactly. Like that, that's, that, I can't, I can't, I think it's, I think it was from like Will Smith. Um, it may not be your fault. You're in the position you're in, right. but it is your responsibility as an yes. adult, as get an individual yeah. to get the fuck out of it, to figure yeah. it out. Now there, there is a, there is a precursor to that. That may mean you have to accept the fact that you won't be a size three. Right. Okay. That's fine. But it doesn't mean you accept the fact that you're a size 35. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing, too. Like, people have this this preconceived notion of what they want to be. And then sometimes it's way more than they could ever possibly be. Like, I had this conversation the other day. Um, and I forgot who I had it with, actually. So I apologize if you listen to this and it was you. I really do apologize. But, like, abs, for example. Mm-hmm. Abs, you genetically have to be genetically able to have abs. That is it. You could be as thin as you want, unless you're somebody who is doing a physique show and you're getting your body absolutely depleted to go onto this stage. If you're not born with the ability to have abs, you're not going to have abs. And that's just what it is. And sometimes you just need to accept that. Now, if I'm wrong, please argue with me. Tell me that I'm fucking stupid. And yeah, I'm my, my angle would be is anyone can physically have them, but the right. sustainability right. of the, it. Right, to sustain abs. To, you know? to, to, yeah, like like you, you have your boy who can drink on the weekends, who can who, who works out three days a week, but drinks on the weekends, eats cake twice a, twice a week, and is still able to sustain abs. Right. And then it's like, for me, when I was doing my bodybuilding show, I didn't even get to full on abs yet. And I was down to 1,200 calories a day of ground turkey and cauliflower rice doing cardio for two and a half hours a fucking day and strength training for months. Yeah. And I still couldn't get there. Now, if I would have pushed myself for another probably 60 days, I I probably could have. My body would have been in fucking shambles to do so. Right. You would have never been able to Sustainability is the angle there. Right. Um, and that's why I always promote health and happiness. Health and happiness has a phenomenal balance to it. Yeah, man. It's like you don't have to be a size zero. Oftentimes, size zero may not even be healthy. Right. And it, it, but like health and happiness have to be the, the, the sustainability of things because yeah. your responsibility is to live a healthy and happy life. Right. And you're not here to punish yourself. That, that's no. another huge thing, too, that I think people forget. It's like, and I, and I suffered from this for a little while too. Like I got into the whole changing my lifestyle thing and, you know, enjoying this new way of life and whatever, whatever. And then I was taking away from the fact that, you know, there is some, you know, small moments in life where you are allowed to indulge and you are allowed to yep. enjoy. Like if it's your birthday and I did this to myself for a few years, 
during my journey, when it was my birthday, I would refuse to have my own piece of cake for my birthday mm -hmm. because I thought I was just going to throw away, you know, all the progress that I made. And it's, it's really not like that at all, man. Like you have to remember for, for, for me, for example, it took me 22 years to become 500 pounds. I had ice okay? cream last night, boys and girls. Did you? That's amazing. You know what I had last night during the UFC fight? My boy ordered uh, some, bar some, some food from a barbecue joint and they had um, like a macaroni and cheese ball that was like oh, this big. Oh, yeah, So I Sally. literally cut a little piece of it. I did. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not eat the whole fucking thing. But okay. I had a little fucking fourth of yeah. it and, and it was fucking delicious. And I was like, okay. And then I drank. So, mm -hmm. you know, like I drank last night and it is what it is. Like, I'm going to be a little bloated for like two days, but I'm going to get over it. 100%. You know? No, I, I completely agree. And yeah, like that's, that's always a, a tough, I mean, it, it's interesting because that, that whole, the, the whole perfectionism where it's like, I, I talk about it on a video a couple weeks ago, like a week ago, I was talking about lag time. Yeah. Um, and people have to understand there's lag time to pretty much everything in life. Right. If like, for example, cause it's the compound effect of small things are a long period of time. So like <laughs> if one McDonald's burger gave you a heart attack, would you eat it? No. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> now, if eating one ice cream, one 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 liter or one liter, one pint Whoa. of ice cream um, gave you man boobies, would you do it? No. But but that's the whole point. And like, but it take it takes days on days, weeks on weeks, years on years to get yourself in that position. But flip of the coin, this this people. I'm actually kind of, I, I am happy my story took a long fucking time. Like for example, Chance on the last call, I love the fact he lost 240 pounds in a year. Right. And like we've had other people on the, on, on the, on the, on the line and, and people in the future where they lose hundreds of pounds in a year. And it's great. It took me three years to lose 160 pounds. Right. Three years. Like I, like that, it's, and so it, 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 it's fascinating on that front because but again you're the science guy it's trial and error for you trial it's, and it's error, trial, trial and error and, error. and it yeah. was time and, and i really thought about sustainability right. so i would every two weeks no matter what i gave myself a celebration meal at least right. every two weeks right right like and, I, that see, was I'm the opposite side i never i didn't do that you know like yeah i, I still I, I wanted real pizza so yeah exactly I, I wanted sustainability or at least i wanted balance as even a piece of the puzzle to be right so like i was doing it early now some people it's like i want to just grind it out and i'll figure out sustainability later which right. is cool that's another strategy but that wasn't for me i wanted to create like a strategy of sustainability as the process was happening right um, now and don't forget there's there's a million ways to get to the finish line so i don't want yep. anyone to think that whatever we're saying is you know the only way that you could get to where you want to go there's not and that's mm -hmm. the beauty of this journey again it's trial and error trial by fire find out what works for you find out when you're supposed to work out for you like I don't care what a book says. I don't care what an infomercial says. I don't really even give a fuck sometimes what your doctor says. You need know. to figure out, you know, for real, you it's need real to thing. figure out what works in your life because your life is your own and that is it. And no one can take that from you. And as long as your results focused, you're fine. Right. Like right. as long as you're making progress now, like it, <laughs> as long as it's not strippers and, ho and cocaine, then, right. then. And, you know, if it is, I mean, go talk to somebody. Go <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> if you, I, I'll tell you what, boys and girls, if you lose a hundred pounds doing strippers and cocaine as your as your, I life, want you on my. I podcast. want you on here because that's like been my joke for years. It's been like and I don't care what an amazing plan. story. <laughs> tell me your story. Yeah, uh, but no, I completely agree. Um, but the re the reason I was saying that is that lag period is you have to understand 
the fact that it took you years to get you in this position. Yeah, it's going to take you more than four months to get yourself out of it. Dude, that's my favorite meme that goes around every so often on Instagram. Yeah. It's just it's, that lineup, you know, of the, of the getting bigger, bigger, bigger. And it was like, mm -hmm. it took you this long to get this big. Why do you think it's going to take you overnight to reverse that? Exactly. And it's not, it's never going to, I don't care what anyone yeah, says. There's, there's a lag time to it, boys and girls. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's always been, and kind of going back to the beginnings of like where we, where we attempted to take this podcast to be like, what are some of the biggest things we learned? Um, I think that, this episode is just going to be called David and John bullshit. Yeah. hundred percent. Something like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, I, it is interesting to me. This is something I've learned that I think is firm is for like, here's a story. So when I was a freshman in college, my roommate was a marathon or was a long distance runner, but also played video games and ate a bunch of food. So it was a great combo. Um, and so it worked out. If he didn't play video games and wasn't like a gamer, I would have hated because <laughs> he had right. six pack abs and he, would, he could eat whatever he wanted. And it was bullshit. That's cool. He's a good guy. Troy, I love you. Um, uh, and so I stood up in his wedding. Um, and so he made a bet with me freshman year of college that I couldn't work out for 30 straight days. And you sit here and I'm in this, I'm like, I could, oh, I could do that. I could do that. And my biggest mistake that I push to anyone who's a hundred pounds or more overweight, you shouldn't really touch any strength training equipment for the first, for the first 50 pounds. It's just getting the body moving because your body is not ready not used for to it, that. Yeah. yeah. It's just not ready for it. And so I, on the other hand, went straight into strength training from the start from 410 pound David. And my body was in so much pain oh, yeah. after about a weekend. So you were lifting heavy? Heavy. You were, I oh, went really? straight into it from the get-go. Like yeah, squats, deadlifts, oh, yeah, uh, just all of it. All, all of your big compound movements, big everything. I remember one night, I was like a weekend, and I woke up with double Charlie horses. Ooh, in my baby, quad, I hate that. Yeah, quad baby. and hamstring at the same time. Ooh, at the it. same time. And freshman year college, I was in the classic dorm rooms where you had you had four four dudes sleeping in two. Uh, oh, you guys were on bunk beds. Yeah, bunk beds. Ooh. And so yeah, it was all Sally like. And um, <laughs> and so don't. it literally. Um, I it was like three in the morning, and I'm like, ah, 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 and all my roommates are laughing at me, and they they can just see the pain I was in because you you straighten your leg out to deal with your hamstring, and your quad goes, and you it's all oh, brutal. Yeah, and like we, it was we so, call those oh my gods in my house. Oh, brutal! And so my I wasn't mentally ready for that. My body wasn't physically ready for that, and so like. I was like, fuck this. And I quit. <laughs> I was getting, and I, I was literally getting cramps from playing video games in my hands. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I would be like, quit. like, I'm like, this is bullshit. And so like, I always tell most people, it's like, just start walking. Yeah. Just burn some yeah, calories. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, you don't just hammer your body to start. No. It's not ready for it. No, no. Um, I tell, I, what I tell people is, uh, well, like the approach that Steve and I took when I started my whole weight loss journey, um, Obviously, getting the body moving, just getting your heart rate going, man. Mm -hmm. If you're if you are 100 pounds or more overweight, just get your heart rate going, walking. But also the opposite of what David did. Um, so I did lightweight, high reps, which mm -hmm. burned the fat, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, you know, I mean, I was the so you have to remember when I started this, I had the whole intention of eventually becoming a professional wrestler. That's why I started my journey. Um, 
So it was a little uh, embarrassing for me at first to be like grabbing oh, seven and a half pounds. Yeah, exactly. And doing this. Yeah, and just yeah, exactly. But once you get over the fact that like, who gives a fuck what anyone else in this gym thinks, and then mm-hmm. you just yo, you're grinding out fucking ten pounds. Like, hey, how are you? Like, hey. Oh, there was this dude at my gym. He took like five pound dumbbells and he was doing these. Oh, I love that guy. That's my favorite guy in the gym. Actually, we have a heavy bag at ProFit and my favorite people are the guys that like will go over and do like a half rep of something and then go over to the bag and start. Okay. All right. Yeah. You get it, Mike Tyson. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, But yeah. And and so like, that's where it's like, I'm always, I just always convey to people. It's like most people at the beginning, they're so mentally weak when it comes to change that if you were to take something head on, can some people bullet and do it? Yeah. Yeah. Without doubt. Most people can't. Yeah. And I'm not here for those yeah. other guys. I'm here for most people. Cause I was most people. Yeah. It's like, and, and that's where it's like, Hey, if, if you're a bull and you just want to freaking break some shit and go at it hardcore and that's the right. way you want to start. Cool. But it, it, like I, a guy like chance, for example, Yeah, chance, like chance is a great example of that dude chance was doing heavy lifting, hard labor when he was like 500 pounds, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So for like a guy like him repping out some heavy weight, that's whatever he was naturally he was doing already that doing anyway. It. Yeah. So like his whole thing, I was, was a little bitch sitting on a playing video games for 10 hours a day. Exactly. Dude. Right. I was in my Stor- room watching wrestling and fucking jerking off. Like, I don't know what Stor- the story was. time. So, uh, freshman not at year. the same time, by the way, I was not watching wrestling while jerking off. I just, I want to, <laughs> so freshman year, uh, obviously like your freshman year of college is all about like, Hey, just trying new things. Let's see what, see what, see what you're capable of. And I, the new duty came out, the new call of duty came out and all my roommates now we were massive gamers. And so we're up for the, the midnight release. Yeah. So I had stayed up all day, yeah. like school and stuff. And then it was the midnight release came out. We played from like 1230 till my first 8 a.m. class, mm-hmm. went to my 8 a.m., went to classes, was down by like 12, 1230, came home, had lunch, played video games from one o'clock till the next morning, didn't Jesus sleep. Christ. I went on a, um, I didn't sleep. Me and, my, me and my buddies didn't sleep for, what was it? It was like pushing <laughs> 60 <laughs> hours. Wow. It was like 60 hours. It was two and a half days. Um, like, problem, dude. <laughs> and no, like straight up. And I remember leaving after two and a half days of no sleep. I remember leaving one of my classes at like 11 AM and I'm walking home and I feel drunk. Like yeah. I couldn't feel my fingertips. I, I was swaying. I started getting tunnel vision and like <laughs> black, black was just coming. I hadn't slept in almost three days. Yeah. And like, I was like, I need to sleep. And I slept, I slept for like 18 straight hours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow god bless you it was that that was the type of personality i was the gamer i did love my video i don't even own the new xbox or ps4 at all i don't even know really one. nope i don't even know one. i like gaming but i'm like a i'm a weird gamer i like sports games just, no, i respect it no I, I mean i'll beat your ass in nhl i can tell you that much nhl without a doubt without without chell was without my doubt, game dude. FIFA, Chell, I could, I could take you down. NHL, I still switch back to the old controls, like the 90s <laughs> controls, because, like, ah, nah, the fuck do I need this slapstick for? I can't stand that shit. Anyway, but uh, enough about video games. If you want to find a really good video game podcast, go on to YouTube and search. Go on YouTube. Games. Actually, I can help you do that. Um, all right, so give me another one of, like, a misconception as you went through your transformation. Not really a misconception, but, like, 
something that I was always attracted to when I was a fat guy because it was like they were doing the work for me was like getting on like Nutrisystem or like oh, Jenny yep. Craig. Like I used to fucking love those commercials. Not a fan. And I used to like I used to like look at my parents and be like, I don't understand. For like fucking one hundred and thirty five dollars, I could have a month's worth of food. I don't understand. Why do you guys want to keep feeding me like one hundred and thirty five dollars <laughs> and I can look like fucking Dan Marino? I can look like, like Dan Marino. And they're like, no, that's not how it works, you dumbass. <laughs> and then I, mean, I that's... finally, I met someone who was on Nutrisystem okay. while I was on my journey. Well, no, way before my journey. Excuse me, I was heavy. And I finally saw what the food looked like. And it was like very, very small amount of yeah. portions. And Fat Jarp was like, not I don't chance. really think I want to do that right now. I don't think that that's for me. Yeah. I, I, my thing with, with all those types of your Nutrisystem, your, um, all Again, your we're different not knocking. If you're on it, yeah. I respect you. And I hope that it's do doing it, exactly do it to what you want to do. Right. But you know? my, my biggest thing is when you singular yourself out to any single nutrition plan, you have two right. big issues. Number one, you can make any nutrition plan bad. Right. Like, you can you can you can turn keto into a really nasty thing. You can turn vegan into a nasty thing. Oreos are vegan, so you can right. eat Oreos all day. Say you're vegan, but it ain't healthy. Right. Um, and like eating all the the synthetic fake proteins and stuff. Like there, there's some we we gotta have a conversation here. Um, but you can right. make them all healthy as well. And so so that's number one thing I'm not a fan of when you start to idolize a single plan. And then number two. Um, is when you associate with a plan, as soon as you fall off, you fall off completely. Right. Or yeah, you can, you're just, you're done with weight loss. You're done. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. And so, and, and so it's like, oh yeah, I did Jenny Craig and, and lost 120 pounds. And then you were like, well, my budget changed. I can't afford Jenny Craig anymore. And then they gain 120 pounds. And so that, that's the issue I have with every protein shake company, every individual, if they don't have the educational side of nutrition of like how you can, how to cook, right. how to understand nutrition as their base. Right. If it's anything other than that, it's just extremely rare that they're going to sustain for the long right. term. Right. Right. It does happen, I agree. but it's just, oh, no, it's just I, extremely I rare. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I definitely agree. I definitely yeah. agree. I mean, South it's not Beach so. Diet, like, baby. for example, oh fuck, South Beach Diet. I don't even want to hear. It. I owned so many fucking South Beach Diet books as a kid. I ah! Hate that program. Um. Anyway, no, but that's like that's like saying, all right, I use Tide as my laundry detergent. Oh well, they don't make Tide anymore, so I'm never gonna wash my clothes again. Like, yeah. You fucking adapt. You find you out. Adapt. You find a new product. You fucking you you continue on. Yeah. But I mean, like you said before, there's uh, and here comes me gonna hate on something now. Uh, it, it's just like you said before like you can make any plan unhealthy you can make keto unhealthy you can make veganism unhealthy you can make paleo unhealthy you can make weight watchers unhealthy and now it is time for why john hates weight watchers again because of the fact of the zero points and you can abuse your zero points and you it is so possible to do it i i attest to it i've done it i was on weight watchers you guys like i was on weight watchers for a very long time and i had success on weight watchers i lost 50 pounds on weight watchers and this is a young jr this is like 12 years old, JR, big dude. Like I, I think when I was like 12 years old, I definitely was almost like 200 pounds or I was 200 pounds. So like, that was a lot. 50 oh, pounds. For 12 I, years old. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And, no, but I mean, I, I'm saying the 50 pound weight loss, that was yeah. so much to me. That was amazing to me. And now this was back in the day. Like this was before the app. This was before you could look everything up online. Like I had the books. I had the going out to eat book. I had the fast food book. I had the fucking, the cookbook. 
So like, and I had the little turnstile wheel. Like if you're with me and you were doing Weight Watchers back in the early 2000s, you know what I'm talking about. I had a little turnstile wheel and you figured out what the fuck you were going to eat and it told you your points. And it was fantastic. As soon as I started to stop doing Weight Watchers, the fucking weight came back. Or if I decided that I was going to, all right, so you're allowed X amount of points a day. You got a nice little fucking pamphlet that tells you these, these are zero points, John. You could eat all these. And you're not going to fucking, you're not going to have, you're not going to waste points. Well, I don't care if a fucking tomato is considered zero points. If you eat a fucking pound of tomatoes, you're going to gain something. Like, I don't care. Just because it's zero points doesn't mean it's zero calories. And that's the problem that I have with Weight Watchers is points do not equal calories. And you will never figure out your long-term nutrition. And you'll be stuck in the cycle of being on Weight Watchers forever. If you're a very obese person, if you're morbidly obese, if you have 100 pounds, 150 pounds to lose, if you have 200 pounds to lose, me personally, and this is just me, this is my hot take, and everyone can argue against it. I don't feel like Weight Watchers is a sustainable um, uh, alternative lifestyle for you to have if you're trying to lose in a large amount of weight. And that's it. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm sorry. And if I offended anyone, I love you. And I do apologize. And I hope that you are having all this success in the world on Weight Watchers. And congratulations, WW, Oprah, you're the best. And that's it. Oprah. That's all I have to say about Can we that. have you on our show? I would love to have Oprah on our show, but that's a conspiracy theory for another day that we will not get into on this podcast. <laughs> Oprah. Um, no, I completely agree. I mean, it's, again, it's just like you can take any plan. I, what, I've come to, what I've come to realize, too, which is so fascinating, going full circle. Yeah. When, I, when I was 18, 20, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, I tried all these plans and none of them worked. And then I'm 22, 23, 24, 25, post-mental shift, and they all work. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, that's another root of the problem is we're never fixing this. We just want to fix what's here. We never mm-hmm. fix here, bro. It's like and we're like, just having chances. What Trance is called. We, he, yeah. That was very mental. That was a very Especially mental if you, conversation. Especially if you're an obese kid. Like if you were always the fat kid in class, you were always a fat kid in school, in summer camp, whatever. If you don't fix what's going on up here, because obviously there's something going on right here. Like, I get it. I love pizza, but I, I shouldn't have loved pizza enough to get up to 500 pounds. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's something going on in this ticker up here, and you got to get that fixed. And that's fine. That is okay. But you need to figure out how and what avenues you need to go down to fix your mental health. Because it's all about loving you first. Mm-hmm. If you don't love you first during all this, man, I don't give a fuck. You're not going to have any success. And you will, you'll, you'll, have, you'll have some success. You definitely will. But you won't sustain it. Right. And sustaining is the answer. And that's what sustaining you want. Sustaining is the number one yeah, key, I, key to the game. Dude, you want to sustain, man. Yeah. Losing 272 pounds. Yeah. That's awesome. And I love the fact that I did that. But if I did that and then I didn't sustain it and then a year later I gained it all back, it's not a victory. Mm-mm. It's not a victory at all. It's actually almost, it's, it's, it's worse than anything. It's like I did it and I failed and now it's like, what's the point? Right. Exactly. And then you get, you get trapped in that cycle again. And that's all it is. It's a, just one big revolving door. And we here at the accountability group, we're trying to make you break that revolving door. hundred percent. Yeah. Yay. I'm excited. To, like when we get into coaching and everything too, like, and, like once we get above the podcast itself and like, cause, cause I'm a systems guy, I will admit, like, I want to, you like S's you're a scientist, you're a system scientist guy. system. You like the statistics. I like sexy girls. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Congratulations. and hello and uh and so I, i'm excited to like when we start getting into coaching and start building systems around like helping people become self-accountable helping people educate themselves right because that's what i just think that our last podcast a chance you chance like 
research, learn. Like you have to be a somewhat semblant. You don't have to, obviously you don't have to know how the alternator works. You don't have to know right. how your kidney filters out. That's what Whatever. I like about a lot of these guys, like Chance, uh, Gormy, for example. They, mm -hmm. A lot of these keto guys, I really have to give it to a lot of these keto folk. They really took the time out to really study and mm -hmm. like understand and like everything like that. I, on the other hand, I wasn't like that. I was a trial by fire kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So like, and if you are one of those people that can sit down and do all that research, do it, figure it out. Uh, you're going to have more success that way. Like just fucking figure it out, man. Mm -hmm. No, but it's, but it's like, um, that, that, that personal accountability of like, I'm excited to like create educational tools where it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, okay. What personality type are you? Do you want to, do you want to know just the bare minimum to sustain? Do you want to know how things work for the long term? Like, and, right. and like creating out those cool, um, whether it's video series, whether it's personal accountability, coaching, whatever we do in the future, I'm really looking forward to that Avenue. Cause I mean, it's kind of like weight loss. I'll, I'll admit, I mean, yeah, my, my weight loss, losing almost 200 pounds now and everything and people DMing me saying, Hey David, that one video you put up motivated me to lose 50 pounds. Hey, this and all that. And that's great. There isn't the same for me personally, there hasn't been that same connection to like when you, when someone's your quote unquote client yeah. and you help them lose a hundred pounds, I think there's a little bit of a different emotional attachment to it. Um, compared to just like, oh, well, I was just posting my normal shit and this, this happened to happen. Right, um, yeah. so I'm very, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that where it's like our first, I would say like our first, uh, our first ton, like we help umpteen people and like we, we lose our first ton as an organization to be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we will, we will be taking on accountability clients soon. So soon. Yeah. We, we just got to figure out how we want to go about doing it. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I definitely want to talk about really quickly while we have the uh, space and time in the air is the accountability life group community. Um, how long have we been launched now as of today? Today's what? July? Three weeks. Today's what? What is today's date? July what? 12th? July 12th. Today's July 12th. So we've been, yeah, we've been active. Uh, we've three had weeks. the community open for what? Three weeks. Three and weeks. we have a nice, a really cool poor group of people i think we just hit 50 50 people in the community 50 or 60 yeah and it's it's really it's awesome guys like if this is something that you think that you would love to be a part of which i think that everyone should be a part of something like this it doesn't necessarily have to be ours but i would really appreciate it if it was um then i mean please feel free shoot us a dm and we will give you that link it's free the, to join the link it, will be in the in the description of this too. yeah it's it'll be in the description of this it's free to join there's there's nothing to sign up it's literally a online community of people with, you know, identical goals to yours, something similar, people that are going through the struggle that they just, they, they want that person. They need someone else there. And I, mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's such an awesome. And we've had, people. we have so many different types of people. We have yeah. keto guys. We have yeah. vegan girls. We have, yeah. we got all different groups of all Dude, different types awesome. um, that have done it in different ways, which is great. Yeah. It's so cool. And it, it's just, it's, it's really becoming like, a really like I hate to use the word again, but it's a really dope community. And mm -hmm. It's 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 really awesome. And you know, there's there's a mental health section, there's a physical section, there's you know, we talk a lot in just the welcome section. Like that's where everyone just kind of gets together and we all bullshit. But it, it's it's cool because it's it's what I like to think of it is it's like the anti-social media social media. Like Truth. we're not we're not here to compare and like and to, to make our journey like someone else. No, this is what we're doing on our journey. This is what we did today. How can I improve? What are your hot takes? Like, it's, it's so cool. So like, if mm -hmm. you guys want a group of people, 
that'll have your back all the time. Definitely shoot me over a DM, shoot David a DM, look for the description in the, in the, uh, I mean, look for the link in the description and join up. And it's a, it's a, it's a fun time. You'll like it. I promise. Oh, I swear. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. All right, fam. Um, we've been going this, for about an hour. We, we have, I mean, this has been a really, really cool episode. Very diverse. No, yeah. Little, we had no idea what we were going to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, and I, if, you, if you've made it this far, I mean, congratulations. You must really actually, have a crush on David. So I will admit, um, <laughs> I will admit it's kind of funny. The first question I asked, we ended up going into the friction a little bit, which is funny. Um, yeah, it's bound to happen again. Like happen. guys. And I really, I do really want to state this again. Um, if you feel that we are, you know, taking a jab or if we're coming at a certain group, you know, in the weight loss community, please know it's not vindictive at yeah. all. It's, it's, it's not to attack anybody. It's nothing like that. We just, we, we really want to have a healthy conversation. We want to have, you know, this conversation that not a lot of people are having. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people are just like, yes, men when it comes to like, oh, okay. Keto works. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, vegan works. Okay, oh yeah, okay, it does. Oh, uh, paleo works. Yes, yeah, yes, it does. No, but like, why? Why does it work? Why doesn't it work? And where are the weaknesses? Where are the where strengths? Where the weaknesses? That's it. Where are the weaknesses? That's totally. Perfection's it. So, a myth. Perfection right. is a myth. Yeah. So, I'm not here to be a yes man. I know David's not here to be a yes I man. Am I know David is very far from a yes man. of trouble. But I but do have to work. I on swear it a to God that everything that we say, everything that we do, comes from the greatest place in our heart. And yeah, and if you educate, everyone, yeah, please. If he if, says if, something if, fucked up, DM me. We'll get you on the show, and you can battle it out. With and him. and you can educate me. And I, yeah. and I am, I am humble enough as a person that if you if you come from a place of reasoning, logic, and you have a real conversation with me, yeah. first and foremost, I'm gonna respect your opinion no matter what you say. Yeah, absolutely. I may not agree. Yeah, but I respect you. I respect your ability. Like Dude, I'm not we're here to learn. Yeah. Us too. We're not teachers. We're not I, I'm professionals. not perfect. Yeah, I'm not perfect, man. I want to learn. I want to hear from every single person who, who listens to this. Mm-hmm. So again, if we offend you, we apologize. That's not our intention. We're just here to keep each other accountable. We're here to keep you guys accountable. And we want you guys to keep us accountable. True. So again, I think we're going to wrap this up now. I think that's a really good place to uh, put a bow on this. So I want to thank you guys for taking the time out again today to join us. If you aren't already, please like, share, and subscribe. Send this to someone you think will enjoy it. Send it to someone who you think can need uh, that can use it to change their life. And if you're not following us already, you can find me at jarps underscore journey. You can find him at fit underscore drock. And you can find both of us on the Accountable Life Group. Thank you guys again. Enjoy the rest of your day and stay tuned for future episodes.